Hi, everyone, and welcome to Murder and Merlot. We are a true crime book club podcast. I'm your host, Tara. And I'm your host, Michelle. We are putting down our books and picking up the paper. Because this is the morning news. It's going to be a good episode of the morning news, I think. I am so excited to I, tell you about my, my story. Me too. And I don't know what your story is, but I basically just have two bizarre articles and I feel like you do as well. <laughs> oh yeah, mine's good. Like, yeah, I'm reading Diane Downs, like I'm deep in mm-hmm. Diane Downs. So I needed some fluff. So this is yes. exactly what I needed. Perfect. Stuff. Yeah. Mine's pretty fluffy as well. So that's good. Need that little buffer before we really dive into yeah. that whole case. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Looking forward to it. <laughs> yes. Well, um, you guys have probably noticed, but we started our bi-weekly posting and bi-weekly being every other week because, you know, we can't have a different word for that because, <laughs> no. you know, bi-weekly. But anyways, hopefully that's cool with y'all. It's been really nice for us to get our shit together and make sure we yes, have- especially because, you know, I'm teaching kindergarten online. Right. Exactly. And because- I'm not a teacher. And- um Teachers don't get paid enough. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. If we have any teachers that are listening, I think you are amazing mm-hmm. and you deserve more money. I'm just yes. saying. Thank you for what you do. <laughs> we yes. appreciate you. Because dang. Dang. <laughs> yeah. And also it was my birthday week. So then it was nice to have a week off. Not that I did yeah. literally anything at all whatsoever, but it was nice to have a week off for that. Yeah. And Dude, you deserve it. <laughs> After everything you did for Helter Skelter and the crazy mm-hmm. cult of Manson, yeah, yes. you deserved your birthday week off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it just mostly was sleep, <laughs> naps, and naps and snacks. And needed. So that naps was great. And snacks are life, dude. Yeah. And speaking of uh, Helter Skelter and Manson family, all that good stuff, we had an email from a listener, which was so lovely. Emily totally made my day. Like absolutely so excited. Me too. So thank you, Emily N. Uh, she emailed us and said she's a huge fan, which is her words, not our, like amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And she added a song to our Spotify playlist for Helter Skelter, which is amazing. And it's such a cool song. Like, thank you for introducing us to Sadie by Alkaline Trio. Yes. Thank you. It fits perfectly. It's a banger. It's perfect. It's, it is about crazy Sadie. So it it's, is. Yeah. it's everything that we want for our Spotify playlist. So I've thank you. Totally been like bopping to it since she emailed us. So mm-hmm. yeah, I love it. Yeah. Really appreciate that. And our playlists are open to everybody. You can always <laughs> send in yeah. your songs. If you, if they make you think of a case or a book, then let us know. Cause that's amazing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Any true crime news updates on your end? I was hoping I would have one for you because Megan Boswell was indicted in court on Friday, but I haven't seen an update about what happened. So mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all I know at this point, but obviously been watching that case closely. So yeah, when I know more, I'll tell you. Absolutely. Feels like lots of stuff is happening in the true crime world, but no ongoing updates or anything that I I could see. So, Mm -hmm. so yeah, I guess we can dive into our crazy episode for today. Yes. All right, friends, grab your glass and get cozy. Let's talk about murder. 
Tink. All right. My story, it's a little bit longer than usual, I think. So bear with me, but I think it's going to be a really good one. I'm excited because I've seen bits and pieces about this, but I haven't done the full deep dive. So, mm-hmm. well, I have. <laughs> yes. Jumping from one cult to another, but whatever. Exactly. I was just going to say, you would think I would be done talking about cults by now. I'd be all culted out, but no, (laughs) I don't think that's possible for me. I could talk about cults forever, and I'm excited to talk about a new one today. So my article title is Love Has One Cult, Seven Charged After Leader Found Mummified in Glitter and Fairy Lights. Best headline ever. Wow. (laughs) Love that. Um, I found this article on independent.co.uk and Studi Mishra is the author. And now I've been following the Love Has One Cult for a little bit. And I mean following as in watching from far away at a safe distance. I am not a legit cult follower. follower. I just want to make that clear because I know... I will be accused of that. (laughs) We know you love a cult, girl. I have a tendency to dive a little bit too deep, but I promise. Staying far away. They're kind of scary. (laughs) But uh, it has been really interesting because it is a cult that is happening in current day. And they're even doing daily live streams in order to recruit new members. So there's like a lot of content that you can watch. You're not going to the live streams, are you? No, I... Because we'll have to have an intervention. (laughs) No, I've watched videos of their live streams and clips, but I am definitely not tuning in to the the real thing. Because I just, I feel like, I don't know, that they would know that I'm watching and then that I would be targeted and that's scary. Yeah, Yeah, or you'll wind up in some crazy place on the dark web and all cults will be like, come to the dark side. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's like when they pay for, you know, like ads and stuff that target you, I'm just going to be targeted by all the cults, right? <laughs> like, yeah, she's susceptible. Yeah, she'll come. Yeah. So their leader was a woman named Amy Carlson from Dallas, Texas. And there are all kinds of videos of her making outlandish claims about herself, her screaming about non-believers, who she refers to as whores, by the way, real classy. classy. Mm-hmm. And there are even videos of her abusing children and animals. So off to a great start. So I was shocked recently to find out that not only was she dead, but that her remains were found in a very bizarre fashion. But I will get to that in a moment. First, I'll give you some background and explain how a manager at McDonald's turned into a cult leader known as Mother God. Fantastic. Yes. And honestly, I could probably do an entire episode about this whole situation, but I'll try to keep it somewhat brief. So to find out more about the origin story of this cult, I have another article for reference, which is also from independent.co.uk. And that one is titled Amy Carlson, The Life of Love Has One Cult Leader, Mother God. And that is written by Greg Grzowski. So Amy Carlson started out as a straight A student and a singer in choir. Eventually, she had three children with at least two fathers and then became a manager at a McDonald's in Texas. At some point, she started to dive into faith and spirituality with others online, which led her to suddenly abandon her children around 2006. Because, you know, that's definitely the definition of mother God, right? Mm, Or the opposite. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Her oldest son was about 12 at the time, and he explained that they were preparing to spend Christmas with their mother, but instead they learned that she was leaving the family to live with people she met online. And most of her family never saw her again after that. Yikes. Love Has One began on YouTube, of all places. She would post about her New Age beliefs and would cast doubt on established science and mainstream spirituality. At some point, she gained some notoriety from this and began referring to herself as Mother God or Mother of All Creation and took over the group of spiritualists that she had been living with. Then comes the outlandish claims. This 40-some-year-old has actually been alive for over 19 billion years because she has been reincarnated 534 times. Well, you just don't see that every day. Right? Something special. And she remembers each and every one of those lives in full detail, including when she was Joan of Arc, Cleopatra, Marilyn Monroe, and most notably, Jesus Christ. Dude, I can't remember what I did yesterday, so good (laughs) on you, lady. Quite the memory. (laughs) And before you ask, yes, of course, she remembers being hung on the cross, obviously. And she also likes to associate herself with other famous people as well, which includes uh, claiming that she's the daughter of Donald Trump and that the spirit of Robin Williams has visited her multiple times. Wow. Mm-hmm. Like, just leave Robin out of this, just yeah. saying. <laughs> like, He's a national treasure. You just exactly. leave him alone. Yeah, please don't involve him. Involve the Donald all you want. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Williams alone. Exactly. The theology of her cult has been described as lacking a fixed set of beliefs, instead preaching, quote, a fluid theology consisting of New Age philosophy, conspiracy theories, and Messiah worship, end quote. And that's according to Wikipedia. I've also seen references to reptilians and a Lemurian civilization of advanced beings that legends claim live inside California mountains. (laughs) This is fantastic. I know. It's got everything I want about a cult. I'm telling you, and it just, it gets better. Her believers also claim that she would leave 144,000 of her faithful followers into the fifth dimension, which is quite interesting because Charles Manson had also planned to grow his family to 144,000 people while in the bottomless pit before emerging and taking over the world. I so there's say I've heard that number before. Yes, it's it's quite specific. So there is some type of significance to that number which relates to the Bible and I thought it was very interesting that there was that connection between the two cults. And even though Amy preaches about love, much like Charlie did, she clearly has a dark side or had rather. <laughs> she also didn't try to hide it at all. She was clearly an alcoholic and would scream and rant on her live stream videos. She would drink all day and have 10 shots of vodka a night. Her followers would have to serve her as she would berate and abuse them. Former members complained of long work hours in which they were not allowed to sit and they would be deprived of sleep. And there were also videos of her locking a screaming child in a closet as punishment and disciplining her cat by grabbing it by the scruff and shaking it. Hmm. Yeah. That's her posting like, look, this is me doing good things. And I'm, I'm, I'm teaching these things a lesson. Like, yeah, this child is getting a lesson on dealing with its feelings. And this cat is getting a lesson on discipline. Like it's just, it's insane. I don't like her. (laughs) Yeah. And it's one thing to, you know, scruff a cat. That's different. She's like holding it out and like 
shaking it all around. Like that's, it's not okay. No, not okay. She, like any good cult leader is also very motivated by money. Wow. Yeah. You have to have an income. Oh, well, you gotta. McDonald's isn't going to pay for your retirement. (laughs) No. I listened to a great podcast called um, The Cult Fault. And they basically explain that if the followers want to ascend into the fifth dimension, then Mother God needs to be happy. And you have to make Mother God happy by giving her money and gifts. Well, if if mama's not happy, ain't nobody's happy. It's true. It's very true. (laughs) And all the talk about ascending into another dimension is very much like Heaven's Gate, which is also very interesting. Sounds very Heaven's Gatey. Yes. There are a lot of correlations with other cults as well. It's like they took all the cults in history and just mashed them together. But then they like absolutely deny being a cult in any which way. It's like, then why did you take (laughs) parts of every little cult and combine them then? Because you're not helping your case here. No. And get some original ideas. Well, exactly. And also, I'm pretty sure every single cult that has ever been has always denied being a cult so that also does nothing for your argument (laughs) so continuing on carlson's health started to decline and the group moved from colorado to hawaii as this was somehow supposed to help her her medical condition was not entirely known but it was said that she had some type of cancer and she became paralyzed from the waist down She continued to self-medicate with marijuana and alcohol and, of course, became even more reliant on her followers. She just mostly stayed in bed while she was constantly being doted on. And if she needed to go anywhere, she would be carried, which included going to the washroom or showering. And I'll just say, I don't know the full scale of her health issues, but I too have lost the ability to use my legs. And that doesn't mean you're helpless. (laughs) So that just... It kind of irks me in a way that, you know, like there are such things as, you know, wheelchairs. And even if, you know, you don't have the upper body strength to move yourself around, there are wheelchairs for that specific reason. Like you don't need to be carried by your followers. But if you're a cult leader, I think you do. I mean, (laughs) I guess. You better be picking my ass up if I'm a cult leader. Just saying. Just saying. (laughs) So if we see Michelle just getting packed around town, we'll be like, oh, you know, she did it. She went there. (laughs) It's happening. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And the irony is that she is a healer and has claimed to have done over 100,000 spiritual surgeries on others. So why can't you heal yourself? Wouldn't that be the number one priority to heal the person that heals other people? Yeah. Like, you can't heal other people if you're not going to be around anymore. Just saying. So. It's like rule number one of like mm-hmm. looking after other people. You can't you have to take care of yourself first. Exactly. You can't fill others' cup if you're put if your you're oxygen empty. mask on first. Exactly. So very interesting. So, anyways, it was becoming very clear that this cult was becoming a problem. And Amy's family even tried to intervene by reaching out to the Dr. Phil show. And I love me some Dr. Phil. <laughs> Wiley told me I was too young to watch it because apparently it's only for old people. What? And I told him that I used to watch Dr. Phil when I was young all the time. Like it was one of my number one shows. He's like, yeah, but you probably are watching it with an old person. I'm like, okay, that's true. Yeah, you're probably correct. (laughs) Yeah, but it's, it's great. Guilty pleasure. 
So Amy, her mother and sister, two LHW followers and two people affected by the cult were on the show. It was a great episode. I loved it. They discussed Amy abandoning her children, her alcoholism, her violence and abuse, and much, much more. They also discussed when new followers came to join, but their vibrations were off. They would basically be drugged and left naked on a mountain in the middle of nowhere. God, it just keeps getting better. better. I know. And I'm pretty sure that that happened in Hawaii. I'm like, "Mm, that sounds a lot like Barbara Hoyt. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Crazy, right? Interesting. And that was a pretty recent episode of Dr. Phil, actually. It was released in September of this last year, of 2020. So go check it out. The full thing is on YouTube, and I would definitely recommend it. Oh, I might be watching some Dr. Phil tomorrow. Yeah. (laughs) But Love Has One did not last very long in Hawaii. Once Amy started claiming that she was also the reincarnation of Hawaiian deity Pele, it infuriated the islanders and the group was literally chased out of there and they had to get escorted by the police to the airport. That's amazing. She pissed some people off. I mean, I've been to Hawaii and they're some of the nicest people I have ever met. 100% I believe that. And yeah, to make them angry? Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that'd be hard. Don't. Don't fuck with their culture and their beliefs and be claiming shit like that. Like you just walked in the place and you're like, yeah, I'm the creator of all of this. I created the volcanoes and the things and yeah. And they're like, no, (laughs) please leave. So following their flee from Hawaii, it is- I did this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This, your beautiful islands, this was all me. (laughs) 100%. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) That's good. Following their flee from Hawaii, it is unclear exactly where they relocated to first. Some say that they spent time in Oregon and others say they were in California. But regardless, they eventually ended up at their original headquarters in Moffat, Colorado. And that is where Amy Carlson's body was found. Her remains were reported by the owner of the residence where they were found on April 28th. And I'm not entirely sure of the relationship of the homeowner to the cult. Some sources say that he was a follower. Others say he was an ex-follower. And I've also read that he was just someone trying to help out the group because they needed a place to stay. Regardless, he had been away on a trip to Denver. And upon his return, he found the body in a back room. Obviously, the 45-year-old Amy Carlson had been deceased for quite some time because her remains were mummified and they were arranged into some type of shrine. The body was found in a sleeping bag, wrapped with Christmas lights, her face was covered in glitter, and her eyeballs were missing. Oh my god. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No words. Wow. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) It's quite the shrine. I don't know. That's not really what comes to my mind when I think about a shrine, but... No. No. Imagine, if, imagine if the Manson family did that to Charles, right? Just like glitter right? on his face and took his eyeballs. My, I really, I need to know. I need to, why the eyeballs? What was done with the eyeballs? More importantly, why the glitter? Nobody wants to clean that up. <laughs> glitter, like. It's, it's going to be okay. everywhere now. It's everywhere. Like now little it's, bits of her are going to be everywhere. Yeah, exactly. It's like <laughs> dead person glitter 
everywhere, all around the house. It's like, oh, that's so bad. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know. Wow. Insane. Seven people who were inside the home when the remains were found now face charges relating to abuse of a corpse. They were also charged with child abuse as two children, a 13-year-old girl and a two-year-old boy, were present in the home at the time. Oh, hate that. Yeah, so they're just living amongst it. It's lovely. Spreading that glitter around. Ooh. Arts mm. and crafts gone wrong. It's not okay. Ooh. The man who reported the body also told investigators that he was prevented from leaving the home with his son, which also prompted a false imprisonment charge against one of the defendants. The homeowner also told police that he believed the group had moved the body from California into his home, and upon further investigation of the property, an SUV was found with the back seat laid down in a position, quote, consistent with someone transporting the mummified remains, end quote which seems like a very specific thing to say. Like, yeah. Or the back seat's he's, just laid he's down. laid down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You only would lay a back seat down in that position. I mean, maybe you were moving your golf clubs. <laughs> right. And Maybe it was a mummified corpse. Who knows? Yeah. And specifically mummified. I like that. Like, not even moving a dead body, but, like, mummified remains. Very right. specific. Okay. Love it. Mm -hmm. No details about the cause of death have been revealed, although some people believe it was due to Amy ingesting large amounts of colloidal silver as the group was proclaiming its abilities to prevent and cure COVID. However, this is obviously not proven in any way, and in large doses, it can cause skin and organ discoloration, organ failure, and eventually death. Good. Probably not ideal. All seven defendants were booked on May 6th and appeared in court on Wednesday. And there have been many complaints filed against Love Has Won from families of their victims as they believe the group steals money and brainwashes people. There is even a website dedicated to helping those that have been affected by the cult, which is called risingabovelhw.com. So check it out if you want. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there you have it. That's, that's my story. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh-huh. It's a good one, hey? I mean, I've heard people using colloidal silver for, like, weird things on, like, mm -hmm. their pets, which usually oh. I'm like, mm, don't do that, because I don't know what that's going to do. Right, exactly. Please don't do but, that. But, yeah, to get rid of COVID, that's a new one to mm -hmm. prevent it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't really know anything about it. I've seen it, but I don't yeah. know if I would ingest it. Just saying. <laughs> Especially yeah. with those sides. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's my culty story of the day. Okay, I like it. I like hmm. it. You want to hear mine? Yes, I'm not looking at your article. I'm waiting for you to tell me. <laughs> so the article is titled Porn Star Poisoned Hubby Called Don Juan of Japan. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it Love it. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Let's... Oh. Let's do it. Uh, the author is Brad Hunter, and it's from canoe.com, because I love me some canoe.com. Nice. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this one had me howling, howling. <laughs> Hold on to your butts, because I'm probably not going to get through it without giggling. So, <laughs> I mean, 
somebody died, but that's not the funny part. You guys I, will laugh at the same parts that I laugh at. I feel like we giggle through like every article ever, regardless if it's funny or not. <laughs> it's either uncomfortable laughing or it's, this is actually so ridiculous that I'm laughing. Oh, this one's going to be funny laughing at parts. Okay. okay. Bring it. <laughs> okay. So a Japanese porn star has been charged with murder in the poisoning death of her billionaire husband, who was known as the Don Juan of Japan. Real estate czar Kozuku Nozaki, who was 77, was found dead in his bedroom on May 24th, 2018. Cops say that the elderly billionaire brushed off warnings that his wife, one-time porno queen, Saki Sudo, was only after his money. Which I really want to know how you can be a one-time porno queen. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean. Like if you're a queen of something, <laughs> you should have done it a lot, right? Right. It, it kind of concerns me. Like I, I, I want to know, but also I don't want to know because it must be something significant. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to know. I want, no. And that's again that takes you to places of the dark web that you never want to go to right exactly <laughs> um nozaki was rich and pseudo had a yen for spending all that cash with designer shopping trips to italy singapore and dubai despite that her husband wrote that others were jealous quote i'm sorry for the 99 percent of people who wish for this marriage to fall apart but i am confident that i will be happy end quote, he wrote in 2018. <laughs> and his secret for staying young? Frequent sex with his porn star wife. Naturally. He also wrote, quote, our time in the bedroom is also fun. I'm convinced that is the secret to staying young. We have a quota of sex three times a day, and I don't need Viagra. Okay, dude. I know having so much sex may cause my death, but if I can die having sex and go to heaven, then I'm good. End quote. Great. <laughs> I, I don't think anybody asked for all of that. Thank you. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think we did, but we no. found out. <laughs> we sure did. And to have a quota of sex? Oh, yeah. I don't think that's right or healthy. <laughs> no. no. And, I mean, good on you, but... Uh. You're like, 77, man. Yeah, if the poison down. didn't kill him, a heart attack would have. Right? <laughs> Just three months after the odd couple were hitched, he was found dead in his bedroom, and she was suddenly the very wealthy widow. But instead of a carnal-related coronary, like you said, <laughs> yep. Nozaki was poisoned in May 2018, detectives determined. And in a brazen move, the newly wi widowed sex and spelled with triple x rated superstar appointed herself president of his real estate empire hmm. after his funeral she wanted to leave japan for friendlier shores but instead covid19 travel restrictions came into play both police and nozaki's family suspected that pseudo may have murdered her husband japanese media report that searches for stimulant drugs were found on her computer and phone pseudo was charged last week with murder so I did some more digging. Okay. So I was like, I need to know more details, right? Okay, great. Um, Nozaki's cause of death was listed as acute stimulant intoxication. And they're assuming that Sudo was making him ingest the stimulants in some way. Mm -hmm. I don't know what kind of stimulants because translations and things, of course, things yeah. are getting a little muddled. But yeah. 
Um, and when it said that she appointed herself the president of, of his empire, she did just that. According to the register of the financial and real estate firm, formerly headed by Nozaki, Suda was appointed to the post of president as Nozaki's successor on July 30th, 2018, about two months after he died. Hmm. The suspect sent a document dated July 4th to Nozaki's relatives who were entitled to rights as heirs, expressing her wish to hold discussions July 8th on the nature of inheritance of all company shares in Nozaki's possession, as well as voting rights at general shareholders meetings, a lawyer representing the former auditor said. So she was appointed president on July 30th, but mm -hmm. yeah, the right. month leading up to that, she's like, oh yes, you can, you can come. But mm -hmm. it appears that the other relatives just didn't participate in the discussion. So I don't know if she made that happen. Yeah. I have a hard time thinking that they would just let all those shares and everything just go yeah. of a billionaire's empire. Like, oh, right. sure, just no problem. You have, you can have that. Like that generally yeah. doesn't go over that way. And then Sudo goes and she's like, the relatives have entrusted me to handle the administrative procedures and they created minutes saying that she held an extraordinary general shareholders meeting on July 30th at Nozaki's house. Sudo, who was the only one present, served as the chair and appointed herself as the company's representative director. She also passed a proposal setting the total amount of annual remuneration for board members at 170 million yen. That's about $1.56 million. Wow. Below. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Girl had some balls. No kidding. <laughs> like, she's like, I'm going to hold a formal meeting with myself and, and no just, one else present. I'm take some minutes. Yeah. And write down what know, we talked this about. Is what, if you want to be on the board, you can pay me this much money. Jesus. And wow. I know. And yeah, Pseudo has not denied or admitted to the crime. So, of course, classic. Of course. But like, oh my God. <laughs> like, I don't know how she thought she was going to get away with that. Like, right. And also she only waited three months after they were married. Like clearly she was like, not okay with that quota because she was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Like, I'm tired of putting out three times a day. Like, nope. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to have to speed this up quicker than expected. Right. So the whole thing fell through. <laughs> Here, have some spicy milkshakes. Oh man. <laughs> Spicy milkshakes. Yeah. A classic. Wow. Right? Quite the story. I know. The balls on her though, man. Oh yeah. Can't get over it. Yeah. She's a confident lady. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is, it's fine. It's just going to happen. It's yeah. Okay. Don't worry. I took minutes. So it's legit. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a meeting if I took minutes. Right. right? Exactly. Love it. All right. <laughs> Do we even need a bizarre article today? Because I feel like we already have. <laughs> So oh, much we might as well. <laughs> What's one more? I would never skip the bizarre article. Don't worry about that. Um, so in my searches for bizarre articles, I always, I always look for ones that like make me audibly like react. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, I always have a couple lined up, but I always like, search for one better. And yeah, I was scrolling, and this one just made me go, "Oh no!" <laughs> so I'm excited. That was my on. reaction. Uh, so my article is from True Crime Daily, and it reads, Drunk man attacks cops with colostomy bag 
at Kid Rock's Bar, Nashville police say. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah. Okay, first, Kid Rock has a bar? Apparently. Yep. Okay. It's uh, Kid Rock's Big Ass Honky Tonk Rock and Roll Steakhouse. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Because of course it is. Of course it is. And of course this would happen there. (laughs) Kid Rock's Wife beaten wearing trailer park bar. <laughs> Rootinous tootinous bar around. <laughs> like, wow. And of course, Amazing. this would happen there. And we'll post a picture, but of course, it's a dude that looks like this that would, would do such a thing. He's, I, I can only imagine. He's, he he's like. got a look. Um, so yeah, let me tell you about this, this nice gentleman. <laughs> Uh, Nashville police arrested a man for allegedly attacking officers with a colostomy bag on Saturday, May 1st. Nicholas Newhart was reportedly drunk at Kid Rock's big-ass honky-tonk rock-and-roll steakhouse (laughs) on Broadway Street on Saturday. (laughs) This makes me so happy. I know. It's great. Newhart was reportedly holding a beer as he was blocking the outside of an emergency exit door on the side of the establishment. And uh, security personnel tried to get him to leave, but he refused. So then police officers became involved and tried to uh, get the man to leave the premises. But he did not. Clearly, he was not okay with that because he took out his colostomy bag from inside the front of his pants and started to swing the bag around from left to right, (laughs) hitting two officers with feces. So. Oh my god. I just, the image the image oh he helicoptered a colostomy bag at them. he sure like, did he just really oh. psh, psh, bitch slapped some people with that bag with some shit that's yeah terrible he shit slapped some people i guess so <laughs> it's not bitch slapping anymore it's shit, it's shit slapping, slapping. Yeah. yeah what an unfortunate thing to be on the other side of those poor cops man I just feel so sorry for them. Like they deal with shit every day, but like that day was some literal literal shit, shit. and that's not okay. <laughs> no. And obviously, obviously he was intoxicated at the time of his arrest. This happened though at 7:30 in the afternoon. Dude. So, you know, like I mean it's come Vegas, on. but still. Nashville, but yes, same idea. Nashville, sorry. <laughs> that's okay. Because it sound, yeah. also sounds like something that would happen in Vegas. It really says Nashville in front and, of me, you know. <laughs> and Kid Rock would probably have a, a bar in Vegas. You yeah. know, that would make sense. But yeah, like that just sounds like a 2 a.m. everybody leaving the bar, like everybody's out of control right? kind of thing. Not a 7.30 yeah. no. kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, like control yourself, buddy. <laughs> control yourself. <laughs> don't just don't do that <laughs> don't do that I, I think wouldn't that be uncomfortable like I feel like it would hurt I would agree I don't know what that feels like in any sense but no but I feel like it would hurt imagining it 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 doesn't sound comfortable in any no. way and why that's your weapon of choice of all things I, mean, I guess it's better than stabbing him with the beer bottle so. it is it is, but if you're going to pick a weapon, like I'm going to whip my shit out and <laughs> fling it at you like a monkey, right? Like he had something in his hand that he, that 
could be used as a literal weapon. And he's like, no, I got something better. Sorry, officer, hold my beer. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna get this out. Don't mind me as I undo my pants. As this is happening in the backgrounds playing, hold my, my beer. beer. <laughs> <laughs> While I shit slap some officers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Amazing. That is the only singing you will ever hear me do, and I, I apologize for that. I'm happy it happened. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. That was unexpected and concerning. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's, uh, that's all I got to say about Nicholas. Wow. Well, is it wrong that it kind of makes me want to go to Nashville so I can go to Kid Rock's bar? <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I'd be down for that as long as this guy's not there. Right, but he we'll looks just go at like six, you know? <laughs> right? Before she the goes riffraff after, after seven thirty. So. Yes, quarter after seven, we'll just head out. We'll just peace out. <laughs> we'll we'll bounce, but at least this guy looks pretty recognizable. So we'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, no, we we got to go. time to bounce. Yeah, <laughs> exit left. Amazing. <sighs> yeah. So that's it. That's all. That's what I got. I love it. Well, let us know what you think about the episode. And if you see a story we should cover, make sure you send it in. And if you decide to unfollow us because we sang on the podcast, <laughs> that's okay too. I'm dying inside. <laughs> you can email us at murderandmerlot at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram at Murder Merlot Podcast, Facebook at Murder Merlot Podcast, and Twitter at Murder and Merlot One. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and pretty much anywhere else you can find podcasts. We would love if you subscribed, and if you don't, you're dead to me. And remember to drink wine, because it's not good to keep things bottled up. Bye! Bye.